0: Hey Chatters, it's Leah and Megan and welcome to our podcast, Life Chat. In this podcast, we talk about anything and everything that you talk to your best friend about,
1: like advice or anything that comes up in life. So let's get chatting. Okay, so today's topics are kind of a wide variety of relationships and boy struggles, and all that fun stuff. So we're gonna talk a lot about that. The first thing we're gonna start with is boy struggles, (laughs) which we both dealt with. Um, I'm gonna start with my story. I started dating this guy earlier this last school year, and it started out of us, we barely knew each other, but one of my other friends got us talking, and so we talked for not very long, honestly, before we, like, kind of jumped into things of dating and all that, and nothing really went wrong for the both of us. It just, it was a lot of trial and error because we were both new at it. It was his second relationship and my first, like, real relationship, so it was, like, a lot of new stuff, and we just kind of got busy with a lot of stuff that was going on in our life, and so we just ended things about i think it was a month later we did not date for very long and so now we don't talk like at all which is okay but i think we just jumped into it really fast and started dating probably a lot sooner than we should have and so it just didn't end up working out which is okay and i definitely learned a lot from it had a learning experience so that's my first boy struggles
0: um my first um my first relationship uh <laughs> did not end well <laughs> so it, it it didn't start good either cuz he lives like 45 minutes away and he like i don't know we never got to see each other and like when we did, it was only like it was always just me and his parents and his brother and which kinda got awkward after a while. Um, but anyways, I I think I've talked about this a few times on our other podcasts, but he ended up asking another friend of mine for nudes, which is a big no no, guys. Um, and I found out from other people that he'd been asking a bunch of other people for nudes, like while we were dating and stuff. And so it wasn't just the one friend, it was others. <laughs> And so that's how that relationship ended. So, um, make sure when you get a guy, make sure he's faithful and, like, doesn't want nudes. Like, seriously? Oh my goodness. Nudes are, like... I don't get the
1: point of them, honestly. Like, like, why?
0: (laughs) I know, like, why can't you just wait until you're, like, in person? I mean, (laughs) I don't understand why, like, you want to risk sending your pictures to somebody and maybe having them, like, be exposed on the internet, and then that would ruin, like, kind of your life. Like, that could ruin, like, future job opportunities, like, your chance of getting into a good college. Yeah. yeah. And, like, for the person who asks for them and, like, sends, spreads them around, they can go to jail for that. So it's nothing to fool around with. I mean... If you're gonna send nudes, which I don't think you should, but that's just my opinion, um, make sure you're super careful and you really trust the person you're sending them to because people these days just aren't the trusted, like, I can't trust as much as, like, we could when (laughs) there wasn't any cell phones and you couldn't send nudes. Yeah, I feel
1: like the fact that you send or you take a picture of, Something to send to other people is what I don't get. Like, I get if people want to take pictures for themselves. I mean, that's their choice. But that you're taking the picture knowing that you want to send it to somebody. Just, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. And, like, for me, I'm kind of insecure sometimes about my body. And I don't feel like I want to send a picture of, like, my areas to somebody (laughs) who might judge me for them. Or, yeah, like, tell his friends about it and show all of them, and then that, like, they can spread around the whole school, and then you can get called, like, you know, a hoe or worse words that just make you feel overall terrible, so I just, I think that news are just not a good idea. I think,
1: honestly, it's just, like, a really bad trend. It's more of a middle school trend, I feel like, but still goes on in high school. But if you just try to stay away from it, I feel like it's less. Yeah. Of
0: like... I mean, can you just think about what you just said, Megan? A middle school trend. Middle schoolers are, like, young. They're from anywhere from, like, 12 to 14. Like. <laughs> I know. Why? I think it's more of, like, immaturity. A...
1: A yes, I think it's more that like with anything they just don't think about stuff and they just like do it and it's just it's kind of messed up honestly but yeah anyways okay um the next thing that we're going to talk about is changing yourself for a guy so for me personally I feel like if someone is trying to change you that's like a big huge red flag to begin with Because they should accept you for you and love you as you are. And if they try to change you, I feel like you just need to get out of that. Because that can result in a really toxic relationship.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's alright to want to change yourself, like, for yourself. To eat healthy and get in shape for yourself. But you should never do it for somebody else. Like, you should, if you want to get skinnier... Do it because you want to, like, feel better and healthier, not because a guy asked you or told you you were too fat, not because, like, your friends, which they aren't friends if they're telling you you need to change, tell you that you, like, don't look good enough or you have too much acne or you're, like, anything that has to do with changing yourself is just not good.
1: Yeah. If they're just not the right people for you in your life and you just say bye-bye.
0: Yep. I mean, I know saying goodbye to friends that you always thought were your friends is hard. So we're not saying that it's going to be easy, but you have to, like, think, are they going to help you grow? Are they going to make you feel better? Because that's what friends are for. Like, they're there to help you. Like, they're there to push you up, not throw you down and tell you you look ugly. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't be
1: tearing you down and filling your head with lies and that's just a no-no. So make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good people. We kind of got off the track of like a two-person relationship, but just like I said, make sure you're surrounding yourself with supportive people and good people that are good for your mental and physical and overall
0: health and... Yeah, yeah. Because, like, in the end, it doesn't matter. Like, you want everybody in your life to be supportive and helpful and not drag you down. So, really, it doesn't matter if we're talking about relationships or if we're talking about friends. Like, they should all be there to support you and hold you up. Okay, now we're going to move on to some relationship advice. And I just want to say real quick, you guys, this is our personal advice opinions and we're not trying to offend anybody we're just going to say what we think and how we feel okay let's get started (laughs) um so first I am personally um I just started dating my friend and I never realized it before but it's really important to be friends first like to get to know each other and like who you are and like and honestly because I was friends with this guy first talking to him talking with him Everything has just been so much less awkward because I know what to say around him. I know how, like, he acts, and I know, um, like, he's my friend. So I know who he is. Yeah, I agree. I
1: definitely learned from my last relationship that, like I said before, we jumped into things so fast. And I think that's what resulted in our breakup almost because we didn't know each other that well it's just so better to talk to them first and to really get to know them especially if you don't want a relationship right away you can talk to someone for a long period of time and then date if you want to in the future
0: yeah and like ask your parents maybe ask them if they're best friends like most people that I know who are married or in a long relationship, or have been in a relationship for a long time, can say that their partner is, like, one of their closest friends, because they know each other so well, and they, like, love each other that much, that they're so close. So basically, um, maybe, if you're best friends with a guy, maybe, like, you have a best friend that you're kind of attracted to, maybe you go for it, because you never know. Maybe they'll be your soulmate, and you guys will end up together forever, because you already are best friends, and... You never know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys watch um, Love YouTube or not, but
1: (laughs) there's these two different sets of couples. The first one is JD Vlogs, and the second one is Della Vlogs. And they're just... They set such a good example of really being in love with your best friend because... And they're all four really close friends, too, but they're always saying how, like, I'm so... I'm so thankful to be living with my best friend or I'm so thankful to be married to my best friend. It's really, like, I don't know what the word is, cool to see. They just set such a good, like, lining for that. The next thing we're gonna jump into is to watch out for controlling relationships because sometimes when you're in a relationship, this could be happening and you could be blind to it until you come to the realization. So just be careful with things like that. We personally haven't really had much experience with this, but I would say just know boundaries. And if something doesn't feel right, that's probably your true like feeling. And if other people are seeing it and telling you to, then they're probably right. So I would just watch out for stuff like that, and make sure you're not going into a toxic relationship blindsided.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) controlling relationships are, like, um, like, how to avoid them are to make sure that when you start dating someone, that you guys both understand that you're gonna need your own space. Um, you're gonna need to be able to hang around with your friends and like have them trust you because this is all based off of like trust if you guys trust each other enough you should be able to go out hang out with your friends and trust them that they're not going to cheat or do something that would hurt your relationship so if they're not doing that if they're not letting you go hang out with your friends or um they question everything you do like let's say I'm going to the grocery store and they don't believe me like they think I'm going out to cheat that's kind of wrong like they should have a level of trust for you and with controlling relationships like you really want to watch for trust issues and for um boundaries like Megan said earlier yeah that's a really good way to put it so the next topic is I personally kind of just deal with this um dealing with a breakup or rejection and there are honestly five stages probably more, to dealing with a, like, rejection or relationship. Like, if somebody rejects you, the first thing you're going to feel is sad because you thought you you really liked them and you told them how you felt and you put yourself out there and they just turned you down and you feel sad and you kind of feel stupid because they don't like you back. So you're going to feel sad. And then the next step is anger. You're going to be mad. You're going to be mad at them for not wanting you because you're awesome and beautiful just the way you are. And if they can't see that, they're lost. Um, and then the third step is probably, gosh, I don't know, um, guilt maybe? Because um, maybe you said something um, when you were angry that you didn't mean to say to them. And then one like the next step is um, where you really don't feel that much. Your emotions finally can't like take it anymore, so you kind of try to turn them off. So you can just have that time not to be hurting anymore or feeling angry or sad anymore. And the fifth step is my favorite step. It is where you come to, like, acceptance. You accept that you are good enough and that he couldn't see it. And the same thing goes around, like, for a breakup. Any sort of breakup, you go through almost the same steps, maybe for different circumstances, but, like, maybe... You just accept that you guys had your relationship and now you both need to move forward.
1: That was really well said. And I'm just going to leave that part to you to talk about because I feel like I would just be agreeing with everything you said. But with the breakup part, my personal breakup, it wasn't really um, as emotional as I thought it would be because I think it was a mutual decision. It was sad when it first happened but it was kind of easy to recuperate and recover from because it was like I said we both agreed on it and it wasn't a serious serious relationship and so I think it made it easier for the breakup
0: yeah there are so many different ways of coping like through rejection or like breakup um uh, like for me when I got rejected I did like I ate like Five pieces of chocolate cake. (laughs) I stress eight. Um, And then I laid in bed and cried a lot. But for everybody, it's different. And I feel like, especially when you're dating your best friend, the breakup is probably so much harder than when you're dating somebody like you just met that you have an attraction to because you're so close with your best friend. And then you... Like, break up with them, and you don't know if you guys are still going to be friends, and there's so many questions in the air, and depending on how you break up, the situation is going to be different, of course. You're going to feel different things. Like like Megan said, she was in a relationship that, like, wasn't super serious, so it wasn't as hard. But if you're in a relationship with your best friends that you've known since childbirth, it's going to be hard. Or that you've been with for, like, a year, maybe a long time, and you decide to break up and go separate ways that's probably so hard
1: um yeah there's just so many different situations and it varies from every single person so in the end you just gotta know like this goes more for the rejection part than the breakup part just know your worth and just come to the realization of everything and for some cases it can work out like (laughs) Leah's case (laughs) Like I said, are just so many different situations, and it just depends from person to person.
0: Yeah. Um, since Megan brought up my case, I guess I'll give you guys a short explanation. <laughs> um, so I was, I've been friends with this guy for about three years, um, and I started to develop a crush on him. I told him how I felt, and, um, he told me originally that he didn't want to date. I got rejected, basically. <laughs> Um, And then we made up Because it took me a long time It kind of did, not too long took me a while to get over the rejection Because it kind of hurt my pride Um, But we made up And we decided to go back to being friends And then he realized (laughs) That he messed up And that he wanted to give our relationship a shot So it took some time and I thought about it And I'm going to give it another shot Um, and actually, tomorrow is our first date, and so, yay! (laughs) And speaking about first dates, um, that's our next topic, the expectations of a first date. Um, honestly, I haven't really been on a true first date, so, Megan, this is your thing.
1: (laughs) I think, honestly, um, with my first date, it was a really casual first date. Our second date was more of, like adventurous I guess you can say and um going into it I guess I was just thinking like whatever happens happens and um I was nervous at first but then like the more it went on the more comfortable I got and honestly like just having conversation and having a good time is what it's all about and um I would say not having, like, high expectations. Like, don't go on your first date saying, oh, we're going to kiss and we're going to hold hands the whole time. I mean, it could happen. But <laughs> I feel like that stuff is, like, special and almost takes time to happen. I don't know. I'm just – I don't have much experience, so <laughs> this is just kind of full opinions. Um, but it was – really good, and my expectations, like I said, the nerves were there, but then they slowly went down as, like, it went on, and I just kind of played it as it went on, and yeah.
0: You went with the flow. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I feel like, especially for high schoolers, first dates, like Megan said, um, shouldn't be so... Serious, like honestly, if you're going into your first date with the guy, um, like I looked it up last night. (laughs) I looked up, um, do you kiss on the first date or like you're supposed to kiss on the first date? And, um, it said, it said yes, but I feel like honestly, it depends on where you're at in the relationship. Like, I don't, tomorrow when I have my first date, I don't think I'm gonna kiss him because I'm not there yet, you know? Um, so, really, it just depends on you. If you guys are like, it's love at first sight, <laughs> then I'm sure, go for it. But it really is just, like, your comfort zone and, like, where you're at in the relationship for your first kiss anyways. And like Megan said, it really should be fe- special because this is going to be my, like, real first first kiss, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, I want it to be special and with somebody that I care about. And... I'm still building that um like romantic relationship with my friend right now. So I don't think tomorrow's gonna be the day for our first gift.
1: Yeah, it's just really there's so much time. It's just really enjoying every moment because it's all a roller coaster of experiences and Yeah. I just got kind of sentimental, but yeah. Okay, so the next topic is gonna be arguments. I don't have much experience with this either because in my relationship, we really didn't have any arguments or disagreements, but I think it's really important to just not get too, like, worked up about stuff because then the two others start getting defensive and then it just it can result in something really bad. So I think really just trying to calm down and talk about what's frustrating, like the two people between the argument and um, really just try to talk about it and stay like at a good level instead of having it rise. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but...
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, like Megan said, like making sure that you guys are both... Maybe you need to take a minute and like calm yourself. Maybe it's a really serious argument and you just need to take a second, um, like alone, calm yourself, and then you can go back and have the conversation and try to work it out. Now, if it's something like he cheated on you, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like if the guy cheated on you, that's something that. You need to decide yourself, because he did that to you. So you need to decide whether or not you're going to forgive him, or if you're going to dump him, I would dump him (laughs) cold. Because, I mean, if you give him a chance to talk to you, like, you want him to apologize. But don't give him the chance to, like, make up your mind for you. Like, because you really need to figure out if you want to be with the guy who cheats or not. Like, having to have all those trust issues. Um, and then another thing that I was going to say was, um... (laughs) boys if you're listening sorry this kind of has been a really girly um episode and um i'm sorry that i have to say this but in a relationship the girls are usually i mean almost always right <laughs> and if you're a guy and you want to be right and you win the argument technically you lost the argument because girls always win the argument happy life if... happy life <laughs> exactly so you need to like be able to i don't know come to a good compromise meet in the middle and settle your differences that way
1: yeah i think yeah it's just really good to come to a good agreement on things okay so those are really good points on arguments and I think it's just really important to stop and think before you get too much into it.
0: Yeah. Um, Our next topic is, we've kind of discussed this already, um, it's um, commitment. And you want your partner to be committed to you and you only. (laughs) Because, I mean, commitment has, like, two sides. You want them to be committed, but you don't want to be controlling And on the other side of commitment is trust. Not too controlling on one side and trust on the other. So you need to be able to trust this person and know that they're going to be able to commit to you. But also not be controlling and, like, go through their (laughs) phone and see how many girls they've texted. Like, there has to be a balance.
1: Yeah, I think it's really important to, like Leah just said, find a balance and put your equal amount of commitment in the relationship because you can't only put like your half in and then if the other person like expect them to but they don't it's just it doesn't work out it's definitely full 100% from both people I was gonna also add in that honesty is also really important with a lot of different relationships but like with a two-person relationship honesty just it's the key honestly. <laughs> that was a lot of honest, but um just being really honest with the person and cuz then it that can build up trust and it just helps with the overall relationship.
0: Yeah. And if you're a boy and you're hearing this <laughs> and you're thinking, "Oh, I'm going to be really honest with my girlfriend when she asks me if she looks fat." <laughs> please say no. Please. I don't care. You shouldn't think she's fat in the first place, but to honest, like, mm, tell them what they want to hear, you know? Like, make them feel good. Don't, you know, tear them down like we were talking about earlier.
1: Yeah. Be supportive and uplifting. So, um, the next topic is meeting the parents, and I have a really good experience of this. So, it was, like, I think it was our second date, and I already met his dad and his stepmom on the first date because, like I said, that was a casual one, and it was actually at his house, and so, and it was, it was really casual, it was just, like, a fast introduction, and then they kind of left us alone the rest of the night, so that was, that went really well, and, I didn't really see much of his dad or stepmom, but they were super nice. And then (laughs) the second date is when I had met his mom and his stepdad. And I did not just meet those two. I met the whole family because they were having, like, a big get-together, family reunion for... I think it was for his grandma because something had happened. But, um... It was really, really fun, though. Like, he introduced me to everyone, so I did not have the stress of <laughs> introducing myself. And as nerve-wracking as it sounds, like, meeting his whole family on, like, the second date, it really wasn't that bad, because everyone was welcoming and so nice. And um, it's not like I was forced to sit there and have conversations with all of them, because we just went off and did our own thing after that, but, yeah, that's my personal experience.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, today was the first day that I met my dude's parents. We decided, actually, to, um, uh, meet parents before we actually went on our first date and made sure, like, they approved and everything, um, so, today, I met his parents, and, um, tomorrow, I'm hoping that he can, like, on a first date, he can talk to my mom a little bit more, and they can get to know each other better. Uh, and so, I mean, honestly, I was super nervous to meet his mom, because I was scared she's gonna go all mama bear on me, but she was super nice, and honestly, <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better, like, meeting, because it was just, since he's my friend, it was just so casual to sit there and talk to his mom. <laughs> and, like, it was so, he, he made it so easy. Like, he introduced me. That's a tip, by the way. Tell your dude to introduce you to the parents. May, Megan told me this yesterday. It's easier when they say, oh, this is whatever your name is. <laughs> um, and then we went and met his dad, and his dad's super nice, too. And it was overall just a really good experience for my first time. Actually, like, I don't know. It's not my first time. It's my second time actually meeting a parent's. So, yeah, I feel like we both had pretty good
1: meeting the parents' experiences.
0: <laughs> it's overall just being yourself and really just being able to open yourself up to meet new people. And sometimes it's hard because sometimes you're really shy and nervous. But you have to remember that, like, you're, you might be a part of this person's family someday. So you really want to get to know the people that, like, they love and trust
1: yeah and I didn't really talk about my side of like him meeting my mom that also went really well cause he later told me like your mom's so nice and so I think it's really not as bad as you'd think it out to be
0: yeah it's kind of like your first job interview <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like just don't overthink it
0: yeah uh the next thing we're gonna talk about I'm gonna have Megan talk about it is timing
1: okay, so the thing with timing is I've personally like am just starting to trust it and put it more into consideration because um at first you want like you want a boyfriend so bad because you see the new movie of the cute couple and You want that, and so I feel like you should just let things happen almost naturally, and just trust the timing of the relationship, I guess, and so, and try not to, like, rush and force yourself into things, because I feel like if you just let it happen and let it, like, work out how it's supposed to, it's just overall better than forcing yourself into a relationship because that could not end up ending well and so like an example would be you adding some random guy and then trying to like start talking to them and then just it doesn't work out but then if you know you meet someone at a football game or something and then you two start talking it just I just feel like it's better to happen naturally with the trusted timing. I don't know if that made any sense, but yeah.
0: Um, And I feel like another thing as Christians, like, especially as Christians, everything that Megan just said, like, everything about waiting for timing and, like, all that, we kind of just wait for God to put somebody in our lives that is going to be good enough for us, going to love us and treat us right. And until then, we just have to be patient and wait for the experiences that God wants us to have.
1: I have this devotional book, and it leads you through, like, a verse and then, um, like, a couple paragraphs, and then it ends with a prayer. And me and Leah actually got these together. (laughs) I bought it. (laughs) yeah um and I was getting into it and then I kind of stopped it and then now I'm getting into it again I just started over it's like a year-long devotional book and recently the past couple days were on um like your future husband and just all that stuff so I've been learning a lot from that
0: yeah it's so nice to have those resources that tell us like, that help us understand, like, the like how to wait and be patient when it comes to, like, love and stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we're going to jump into our last topic, which is the girl manual. And basically what we look for in relationships and what we, like, want in relationships.
0: So basically it's just a bunch of tips on, for guys, on how to get a girl and how to treat her.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, just like some to list off is kindness. Obviously, they have to be kind and caring. Funny. They have to have a humor because if they don't, I feel like that's just a boring personality. No offense to the people who
0: <laughs> don't have much of yeah. a humor. You don't want somebody that just sits there and is like, pass me the salt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be so awkward. Yeah,
1: that's just not a situation I would want to be in.
0: And then another thing is you want them to kind of be romantic. Like you want them to plan cute dates that make you smile and like give you flowers, um, give you chocolate on your period to make you feel better cuddle all that wonderful stuff hold hands you know just make you smile overall and like we love romantic guys (laughs) honestly yes um and then another thing that we look for is like guys that are christians because that's a big thing to us especially since we're both christians we like to look for christian guys who can help us grow in our faith
1: yeah exactly and it's just it's better for the relationship and I'm not saying that people can't change, because you could be a really good influence on someone, but if there's someone who already has, like, a separate religion, it's just hard to get them on, like, the same boat as you and to learn what you're learning.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. We just have to, like, just that goes back into what we were talking about earlier, like, Depending on where God leads us, like, if he leads us to a non-Christian person and he wants us to help them grow in their faith and find him, then it's a blessing in disguise. Or <laughs> um, maybe he just wants us to find a perfect Christian guy and grow with him and we can grow in our faith together. I mean, it really just depends on his plan, which we do not know, so.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, the last thing for this episode, um, like, looks... They matter, but they don't. Like, it... It doesn't matter if, like, a guy is super hot. Like, this is an example Megan used earlier when we were planning this episode. (laughs) If a guy is super hot, but he's, like, a terrible person, like, on the inside. What really matters is how they act, like, on the inside. Um, I mean, for me, honestly, I kind of want a cute guy, right? Most girls do. And most guys, like, cute girls. So... (laughs) I mean, looks kind of do matter, but the most important thing with like looks is how you look on the inside, like how you are.
1: Yeah, exactly. The eye is what like sees first in a person. Like a guy's most likely going to ask for your number because they think you're cute and or vice versa. And so I think attraction like that's how it starts. But then when you really find out, like, who the person is, is how it goes deeper.
0: Yeah, like, it's like, um, attraction was where it starts. And, like, if you have a bad personality or bad, like, I don't know, like a bad... If you're, like, a bad person, that's where it ends. Like, you see, they're hot, you you ask them for your number. You date, they're not a good person, you break up with them. That's just, like, It, it like... How they are on the inside determines how long you probably are going to stay with them. And, like, if you guys are going to get married and have babies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, the whole, or your future together.
0: Yeah. So, is that it for this episode? I think so. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys join us next Saturday for a brand new episode of Life Chat. And make sure you all subscribe and leave
1: a comment and review. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the live chat podcast. Bye. Bye.